Father God, I come to you today, tonight with a humble heart, asking that you would decrease me and increase me in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. I ask that your Holy Spirit will take over this, the words of my mouth, the language that comes out, Father God, and know my heart, clear every distraction that may be within me, Father God, and allow you to speak through me, Father God. Use me as your pure vessel in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, and allow this night to go smoothly in the mighty, by your blood. Father God, you said in Revelation 12, 11, I could only overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of my testimony. Father God, I'm being obedient to your word and I'm trusting that you have me in your hands. So have your way in Jesus' mighty name. I chose that song by the walls group a word because of my background. I was one day praying to God asking him where I went wrong in my last relationship, which is with the child, um, the father of my child who I was gonna marry. It takes two to mess up any relationship, so I'm not gonna blame myself only, but that wasn't the point. I literally sat there and I asked God, and I've been asking him for a while, like where did I go wrong? What could I have done better, if anything? And when you ask God a question, God is going to speak to you. <laughs> and, it, and it may not be something so harsh or, or hindering, but God literally spoke to me in different ways and over a period of time. So I asked him, what would make me a better woman, a better wife, a better mate for my spouse? It was funny because yesterday Brother Bosons was getting on the man. Today I'm not getting on the woman, but I'm also getting on the woman. <laughs> None to say the least. Um, so I'm going to start off on two different books, but the first book we're going to is Genesis um, chapter 2, um, verses 21 to 23. But before we even get there, I just want to ask a question to the, it's going to be interactive, hopefully. Who was the first female? mentioned in the bible and why was eve created to help her to be a companion guest um and how was she created from his rib from his rib okay can somebody read genesis 2 21 to 23 for me please so the lord god called called the man to fall into a deep sleep and while he was speaking he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. So when before God even developed Eve, he already had a purpose for her. He made her a helper to her man, Adam. So God has a purpose for everybody here before we even find the spouse or if we are married. And we're not supposed to diminish that purpose for a spouse. A spouse or whoever is supposed to help you in your purpose, in your destiny, move you closer and closer to God to fulfill your purpose before you pass away. So God had a purpose for Eve before he created her. He, told, he put Adam to sleep. Before he put him to sleep, he knew what he already wanted to do. So while he was sleeping, he took one of his ribs and he created Eve out of that. And then he closed that place up. After he closed that place up, he brought Eve to Adam. So 
God was telling me when I was reading that, that if I allowed him to bring me to what he has for me, things would be even much better. God has a purpose for me. And with that purpose, he is going to align everything that I need to be for me. I have a purpose before I meet my husband. I'm not just going to be Saida and not have a purpose. Any man or spouse that I'm going to have is going to be my equal. It's supposed to be equally yoked in some form, but we're going to also help each other to move in our purpose. So when he formed Eve, he had a purpose for her. She was very influential to him as well. So these are attributes that we're supposed to have for our spouse. And we could see in Genesis, um, in Genesis 3 that you know, she was very influential that she made him eat the apple and we know how that goes, <laughs> but that's not where we're leading to. But she complimented who her husband was. Yes, correct. So um, another thing that he brought up to me was how did Adam describe Eve? How did he look at her and her being? He never once talked about her outer appearance, like, yo, baby got bad, baby's fly with his nice hair and all of that. He said, she is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman. He was looking into her internal. He was attracted to her internal. And to bring that example out, um, I was thinking, and God was like, I love candles. I really, really love candles. Anywhere I go, I will buy a candle. Um, if it's packaged nice and has an exotic name, I will buy it. I might try to sniff the box, but you will never get the full potential of that scent until you actually light the candle. But the attraction of the package will attract me to that candle. It's not until I get home when I light up that candle what will I know whether I like it or not. Now, if I don't like this candle, do you think I'm gonna go back to it? Of course not, I'm not. I'm not gonna go buy that candle again. There's no way possible. So the packaging is nice, but the product itself is horrible. And we, we don't wanna be a product that's horrible. We wanna be a product that's gonna entice our um, spouse to keep coming back to us, to keep coming back to us, to keep coming back to us. His attraction to her was her likeness to him. It's like the church of Christ, to Christ. Eve was Adam's body and his bride. So people don't normally stay together only because of attraction. There has to be more to it. So after I dived into the basic of that, God sent me to 1 Peter um, 3, 1 to 2. I'm just pulling it up on my Bible. wives and husbands likewise wives be subject to your own husband Hold on, sorry um, so that even if some do not obey the word they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives when they see your respectful and pure conduct in my version it, it it's um niv it says submissive and i know a lot of people shy away from that um that word but being submissive is not necessarily a bad thing at all. Being submissive is just honoring your husband or that spouse, being quiet, being ready to obey or being that counterpart to them. 
um, being a quiet woman is what I, I was getting. And he, he wants us as females to create an atmosphere. So an atmosphere where we can win over our spouses. So we have an out atmosphere where it's calm, peaceful, and not hostile. We could pretty much win every battle. <laughs> so um, being submissive, it also bring, brought me to Proverbs 19, um, 1913, where it says, sorry, um, a foolish child is a father's room and a quarrelsome wife is like the constant jumping of a leaky roof. We don't want to be that leaky, annoying faucet. All throughout the book of Proverbs, Proverbs, he has different wise sayings that will make us know as women, wow, we should definitely hold ourselves in a better way. Um, it even tells us in Proverbs 21, 9, better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome woman. So everything doesn't have to be a banter with our spouse. And that is probably where I did fall short. Because if you know me, I'm very passionate and I don't hold my tongue. That's why I stay away from people and I say to my little five group of friends that know me. But at the same time, in the household, nobody wants to come home to that. So um, he was telling me that I needed to make a better atmosphere, that I need to create an atmosphere with a conduct that doesn't undermine everything that I want. So it basically is telling me when you approach somebody, I shouldn't like corner them or I shouldn't catch them on a time when they're gonna feel interrogated or like, darn, you again, like stop nagging me, stop nagging me. So um, in, Genesis, in, in, in Genesis 3, um, 9 to 10, at the ending of 2, actually, we see that um, both Adam and Eve was naked. They were free. They were vibrant. They didn't feel any type of shame. But in Genesis 3, 9 to 10, um, God called unto Adam and said unto him, where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Adam in that verse exposed and made himself vulnerable to what most men don't like confrontation. They don't like open confrontation. And in that phrase, there was four points that I realized. He heard a voice, which is probably the nagging, the nagging wife. He became afraid. He was naked, which means he was exposed, he was vulnerable. So he went to hide himself, means he closed off to us. So when we as women become confrontation to our spouse, the men don't really hear us. They become afraid and exposed, and then they don't even want to be bothered with us. So God really shed light to me on that. And I was brought to Luke 9, 5, 8 where it said, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. And that made me think, wow, do I not bring forth the peace in my own home? And after that, it brought me to the story of Samson and Delilah in the book of Judges, um, chapter 16. And although everybody portrays um, Delilah as a prostitute and whatever, whatnot, there was something Delilah did right. 
So we know that Delilah was hi hired by the Philistines to um, kill Samson. So they came up to her was like, yo, ma, can you come do this? We know we're trying to put a hit out on him. So there was something about her that made Samson so comfortable. Because it's not like she only tried once. She went to him. He came to her. She had tried once. And, you know, he was like, oh, what, what's, where's your power? Where is your power? I wouldn't necessarily say seduce. She made him really, really comfortable. It was like, where's your power? And he gave her a phony thing. She tried it. The Philistines came. He was able to run away. This happened three times. Why would a man, and I think, I see Samson as a Michael B. Jordan. Like, he can get any chick he wants. He can pull any chick he wants. Why would a man, knowing that somebody is trying to kill him or help kill him, keep coming back to this woman? After the first attempt, you would have, I'd have been like, oh, it's over for Delilah. But there was something that kept drawing him back to Delilah. Delilah created a space and an atmosphere where he was able to feel vulnerable. Vulnerable so, so that he didn't really care for his life. He was like, oh, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna talk to her. She's gonna tell me she's gonna feed me. So I see it as this. He came back from fighting the whole world or whatever. He had this stressful job. Delilah was like, all right, come home. Maybe had dinner ready. Maybe gave him a, um, something to drink and he was watching his sports and left him alone let him kick up his feet didn't bother him and just come at the door and was like oh hey babe you forgot to do this 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 and the third you didn't do this what's going on he had a safe place to call home he had a place where he was comfortable he had a place where he was vulnerable and he was stressed because let's be honest delilah is a female we all got problems but she knew when to come to him with those problems if if be the atmosphere in her home was a restful place. There was peace. There was no attacking when he first came home. So that's the thing that I need to do, that we need to do for each other when we're coming home. Yes, the world is a big, bad, and stressful place, but my home doesn't need to be that way also. Um, she gave him time. She gave him a place where he can just be free and let down but then there's a time where we can go back and say hey babe this is what's bothering me we have to pick when to um present our battles we need to know when to bring up issues and how to present them as a woman we need to know what when and how to say things to a man so that he um he won't we will be hard to resist and be hard to withstand we also need to learn to um speak praises because the more we um praise our men they're gonna want to do more for us so that was the word that god gave me <laughs>